And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. How do I sound now? Sound okay? Did you ask Pop that question? Let's do it. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. Okay, here we go. And it is another edition of Hoops Adjacent on the Athletic MBA Show. David Aldridge, I'm here in D.C. after watching games two, one and two of the finals in Denver in Miami because he gets on the plane and goes everywhere. The soon-to-be Hoffer, my brother, Mark Spears. Mark is going to join us in a minute. What's up, Spears? My teammate. What's up, boy? You got your speech ready for Springfield? Nah, man. I need some advice on that. I need some advice. They always say to keep it short. They they told me I don't get as much time as David Aldridge. To hell with that, man. (laughs) Take as much time as you need. You're going into the hall, baby. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I found out they got some information there. I guess it was uh, usually it's at 6. Yeah. But now they said it's at eight o'clock. So I was like, eight? does that, that sound it? right? Well, well, it used to have a reception, and then they would. No, they got it. a so, reception before. Okay. It's well, usually the reception started about seven, so it's like an hour later, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah but you'll be all right. You'll be all right. <laughs> you cut. Co- you coming? Of course I'm coming. What do you think I'm gonna miss this? Chance to heckle you from the from the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you know I'm gonna be there, man. Come on. Of course. So, bro, you at the finals? I was watching all the pressers today. It it always it always cracks me up during the final spears. Everybody thinks every game is is a tragedy or a comedy. You know, like. Like every game is different. You, nothing that happens in game three is going to have anything to do with what happened in game two. <laughs> it's all a chess match. Exactly. Exactly. But what was the, you were on the ground. What was the mood like? Um, You know what? I, You, you know me. I got my own game and ship. I was yes. working on a story and <laughs> needed my one quote, you know, as vets do. Right. Um, so I didn't even see the nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even stick a, stick a head in there? No, nah, man. I went and got my one quote I needed from Spo, who has, has given some me some phenomenal quote, quotes. Yeah. So shout out to Spo. And and then I got back to the lab. It <laughs> 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 got this story out before I did something on the radio back in california dude i'm not mad at no, you no no talking to you man it's all about time management no, for us what's too. good for it's what's good for you that's what it's yeah 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 <laughs> you know what i'm saying hey, hey they got they got they got other people to give the day to day right we've been we've been at a million of these media sessions so you know yeah we ain't gonna go vets. crazy crafty vets. vets but i yeah. like to but i think this series to me this is like the ultimate if you really like hoop this is the ultimate kind of chess match, X and O. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much going on. And I, I, it's fascinating to me to just watch these two teams kind of adjust to each other in real time. Yeah, no, this is um, also the David and Goliath of it. It makes it interesting as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some may not want to call the Nuggets David, but they they were the number one seed in the West. Yeah. They had an amazing record. 
Like they're supposed to win this series. You would they're, think, they're supposed right? to be the favorite. And and it is early, but I, I'd be lying to say if I wasn't stunned that they lost a game at home. Yeah. Like they they they're they're such a, a big favorite in this series that a resounding win in game one, which I just felt like if they would have been more serious about putting their foot on the gas, it could have been a blowout. Yeah. Um yeah. and so it, it was interesting, like in the third quarter, I'm like, well, here we go again. What are they going like this? Look at it like a 42 to 10 run or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, I, I'll be home next Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's how I felt like late in the fourth quarter. And then, I mean, third quarter. And then, man, that's them, 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 as Kurt calls them, them goons, right? Them, <laughs> as, Vampires, as U, man. UD calls them, them dogs. Like, they got <laughs> dogs, man. They just don't die. They're vampires. That's what I mean. They don't yeah. die, man. They just, they're like, we we still got time on the clock. Yeah. Okay. We're going to keep fighting. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> you know, they just, they just, they just won't go away. Nope. And so that's the thing I think that Denver needs to learn about these guys. You know, you, 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 you until the buzzer sounds, don't let down. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. get complacent. And I felt like they got complacent in, in the first two games. Yeah, and you, yeah. you can't. You, you see how these these dudes lost the first game to the Hawks, right? <laughs> like they lost in a playing game, <laughs> right? Right. right. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. made it here. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't care what they may look like. You, you no. better show up against them, man. Because like my like my man Uncle Jeff Green said, this is the fucking finals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what y'all doing? Yeah, you know? no, man. Come they, on, y'all. They, they like they from from uh, like Marcus, like they from East Oakland or something, trying to survive. Like, you know, they, we're just they trying just to make it, some, brother. We just yeah. trying to make, make it in this world. <laughs> I still got time left on the clock. I'm gonna keep fighting you. I know yes. I'm bloody. Yeah, I know I got a broken arm. But you got to know that about you. the heat. They don't die, man. You know, like Mm-mm. they're not gonna die. You have to kill them. You have to put a stake through their heart. And and I really feel like the Nuggets have underestimated these dudes. Not yeah. not verbally, not just but but by their actions on the court. Yeah, you don't blow leads like that, man. No, but at home. But Mark, let me ask you this: Isn't this good? For... Hey, man, well, welcome, man. What, what, what you doing, nah, man? Nah, nah, man. He's nah, like nah. got this shadow just showed up, right? Like, hey, man, <laughs> witness protection. Don't you know that? Yeah. <laughs> we just rolling, man. Come on, what you mean? I'm I'm too black. My so- my father. <laughs> You gotta put the shade up, man. Like, put that shit. Yeah, there you go. go. That's it. There you go. I know you was trying not to show the bed. Y'all skin colors. Yes, man. There you go, man. Let let them see that. Let me see that. Let them see that hand. Look at that. That's a 10 on Room Raider. Look at that. I'm trying to show the backdrop of beautiful thunderstorm. You know what I'm saying? Let them see that handsome, man. Don't hide that handsome. Cut it out. Cut it out. Now I'm all bashful. I can't even ask my question. No, I was going to ask you, like, you know, there's been a lot of talk, especially there in Denver. There's a lot of people who are like, yo. Denver's next, right? Like Denver's gonna be good. They're gonna be good for a long time. Win a few titles. I feel like to me, that game too was more like, "Are you sure? <laughs> like, are y'all really yeah. ready for this?" And if you're Denver, it almost feels like you need that. I was I was looking it up afterwards because I tweeted it, and a lot of people were like, "That's crazy." But the last five teams to lose game either game one or two at home went on to win the title. Like since yeah. they went two two one one one, like. If you if you if you win both, you just they just three and two. Yeah, but, you know yeah. you you go undefeated. It's something about like 
just being put to this. Is this good for Denver that they got hit in the mouth? They know what it feels like, and now yeah. they get to see who's really about that life. Yeah, no, they, they it's like um, that's the scary thing about Miami. Like now they're at the advantage. Yeah, they're going home with the one-one lead. Now let's be real though. This isn't exactly the Terror Dome that that Denver's coming to play in, right? Like, <laughs> like everybody there's got white t-shirts on, right, right, you know. Right. They get there and halfway through the first quarter with no socks on. You know what I'm yeah, they, they're, they're going to be more, uh, you know, celebrities down there. I'm going to get heckled by Tom Joyner. He's going to FaceTime me, and, right? Right. Uh, you know, talk about let's go heat and stuff like that, but. Lil Wayne will be there again, but there'll be twenty other celebrities there too, right? Yeah, no, I mean it's it's it it's, can get it's, loud it's, in there, but it's not intimidating. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think. I mean, was Ball Arena the Thunderdome? No, it intimidating. But but no, but my point is, it's it's still home for them, right? This is on the road, and and that's where it gets different because I'm I'm gonna bring Marcus. Were you around in 2006? You were covering the league already, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yep. One of the most hilarious things. In NBA Finals history was when the Dallas Mavericks came to play the Heat, and them dudes was in them streets, man. Oh Lord, were they They're in them in streets? Them streets cause <laughs> <laughs> I can say it now. I was young enough then. I think David was there with me. Like we saw him out. Oh, we were at <laughs> the spot we, at we four the same, in the morning. Same, yeah, same dinner spot, man, <laughs> or supper spot. I don't know. Half the and, team the showed up. No, so no. We, after hey, we had dinner, after we had dinner, to our listeners, I was covering the draft. <laughs> no, but, after we had dinner, Spears, was, was like, we went yeah, to the yeah. spot spot, and they were yeah, there. It was popping. It was popping. I'm like, these dudes just showed up? Oh, no, that's not good. Yep. And then Avery, Avery Johnson, that was their coach at the time, went haywire and changed hotels. Oh, yeah, they moved 30 miles. <laughs> and changed hotels. Marcus, you know this story? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah they next changed year, they hotels. To the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> And so um, I don't think Denver – well, one guy comes to mind. I think he's going to be out in the streets. I'm not going to say his name. But <laughs> I don't think De- – I think Denver has the focus. The one thing that I do worry about for them, and this is where I want Marcus's expertise on it because he would know quickly. Like, if I'm not mistaken, like when the Warriors have been in the finals, the families don't show up until they're about to, like, clinch. Like until they're in a, like a clinching moment, where I did find it kind of interesting that um, the Nuggets family and loved ones are got on a team playing and they're here already. And I think in the finals, you probably need as little distractions as possible. You need the most focus you could have, you know. So to worry about what grandma and mom is doing, or did my kids crying? They ain't got no sleep. Like the distractions of having. Is it a distraction to have your family there or is it calming for a player that has to play a game? Like, I I don't know. This isn't exactly like, you know, playing in, I'm trying to think of another city, like playing in Cleveland where it's easy to focus. There's so many distractions here that I, you know, I do wonder for the Nuggets with them being this, being new territory, should they perhaps maybe have waited on on bringing the loved ones here but from being around michael malone in the bubble as david as you know like family's everything to him and he really lamented about not having his family here to enjoy these moments but is it is it too early to have all that i mean only they could answer it but um 
I, 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 I always thought it's easier to play on the road because there are less distractions and perhaps now there's more. Hmm. You can act like, nah, I want you to come, baby, but you know, I gotta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty it's sure. It's definitely a distraction, though. I mean, yeah. I know people hate to say it about Japan, but it's not, maybe distraction is not, is a, is a negative connotation. Maybe it's more of a diversion, right? Like, yeah. you're, you're thinking about something else that's also worthy, yeah, but it's yeah. there, you know what I'm saying? Where yeah. I remember the first year the family was there in Cleveland, and, you know, I think the first finals, I think you do bring your family. And yeah, then you realize, yeah. Eh, then you shut it down. Maybe. I'm a, and I'm gonna be counterintuitive on this, Spears. If 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 I know if I know my man's going down to South Beach for four days, <laughs> it might. I'm going with I, you. I might go with you. <laughs> yeah. I might show up with you. <laughs> yeah. South Beach in the finals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. South Beach in March. You know what I'm saying? Together. <laughs> we gonna turn up. To- yeah. So I can see, I can see it both ways, actually. You know, like so, but they, look, they got to play better. Whether families are there or not, they got to play better. Michael Porter got to play better. He's got to be more yeah. of a factor in this series than he's been the first two games. Warden was great in game one. Was not as great in game two. I think Murray, Murray, didn't, I don't think Murray had a bad game two, but he wasn't as impactful in game two. Obviously, yeah. they put Jimmy on him. Those guys have got to figure out, like you said, Spears, you. You've got to figure out how to compete for 48 minutes against this team. Do something. If yeah. you're not, if your shot's not falling, do something yeah. else. Rebound. Don't, play don't defense. even go into the locker room at halftime. Just stay, stay yeah. there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you got to do something to figure it out. Yeah, like, I got to yeah. do something to impact this series, impact this do game. A, do a mini practice during those 15 minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, hey, man, that's that. If, if I had to be in a room with the Miami Heat, I'm keeping my eye open all night. <laughs> I'm not sleeping, man. <laughs> Them dudes just kill us. Yeah. Like, like they are. They sure as hell are. They they're sure stone hell cold, are. boy. And and I want to give I want to give the, the Heat some some props on that because yeah. they are they are to me, they remind me of the Pistons, the old Pistons, the yeah. Isaiah Pistons. Because yeah. the Isaiah Pistons were like this, relentless. Yeah. They just kept coming. No matter what the score was or the situation of the ball game, they kept coming. And they were, as a result, yeah. were never really out of a game. They didn't get blown out of many final any playoff games. They didn't get blown out that. Yeah, much. what's that? What's that movie where uh, it's really, really popular where they put all those people in one place and they were trying to survive? Oh, I don't know. I don't watch those movies. <laughs> you you know what movies? I don't know what he's talking about. So the movie where like, let me let me ask Andrew because it's probably an Andrew movie. Who in it? <laughs> what, what was who's you know, it? Had a, like the girl was in it. And they're all oh, like, the girl, oh, that's. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's really man. going all out. And they're like on an <laughs> island. They're on an island and they're trying to survive. You mean you mean the TV show, Lost? No, the movie. Oh, I don't know. And like uh, people died along the way. And, and, and... <laughs> if, if Andrew, jump in if you know the name of the it's, movie it's, with the girl in it on no, the, the island. The movie with the girl on the island. <laughs> <laughs> And they, uh, they put him on this train. Andrew has no idea about the girl on, on this the train, movie. and they put him on an island. It's like this futuristic movie, and the girl okay. had the bow and arrow. Oh, you mean not the Hunger Games? Yeah, it's the funny. Hunger Games. Oh, okay. <laughs> How is that the description of the Hunger Games? I knew what it meant. 
<laughs> the, Miami the people on the island with the girl. Like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You understood. And you, you, know the, you know the movie? You and know they put if they put UD, I'd expect UD to figure out a way to Marcus, stay Marcus, you know the movie with the girl on the island. What's the, you that know reminds that? me of that movie. Remember the movie with the men in the, in the dress shoes? That was the movie. Hey, man. That's how black people have been describing movies. Right? That's how black people have been describing movies for years. Man. You're supposed to know what we're talking about. You know, the man the with, the, with, 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 with the arm. The, the guy... <laughs> the guy with the food, you know that movie. Come on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, hey, how do you describe it in the bird in the boomerang with the dog? You know, the man and thing, or no, he's, <laughs> but he's talking about the, the oh, the accident on TV, the cab hit the other cab, <laughs> anyways. Man, so I was trying to make, I forgot the point well, I was trying to make. About how the about heat don't accident. die. <laughs> that's what the point is. Exactly. Was. They're like the Hunger Games, man. They're like they'll, the Hunger Games, of course. That's exactly what it's survive. like. <laughs> now that we know the name of the movie. Oh, With the God. island and the, and the girl. All right. I'm so using look. that forever. I'm using that forever. <laughs> All right. So who, <laughs> we got two in, two you know in Miami. Saying? The bow and arrow, the girl and the Yeah, island. the bow and arrow. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. All right, who do we? What do we expect out of these next two games? Let's get to that. Let's. See. What do we think? Are we going back three one? I don't, one? Know, man. I don't, I don't think Denver's. I, think, win I don't I think, think Denver's winning both, but I think Denver no, I certainly think could split. win one of these two. Yeah, I could see that. I definitely think it's a split. There's a much. If you would ask me before game two, would I, would I, if I thought I was going home for good on Saturday, I'd say yeah. Yeah. And they, the Heat changed the whole. I, I was like, the Heat got to win game two for this to be a series. That's kind of how yeah, I felt. Yeah. And they did. And they did, man. And yeah. um, it was that I, fourth quarter of game one, though. Like Michael yeah. Malone said, they like you said, they play real loose in that fourth quarter of game one. And I think that might have gotten Miami a little bit of confidence, saying, "Hey, and, wait a and, minute, I, and I actually thought it was going to be the opposite. I thought that that Denver would learn from that. Yeah, especially yeah. like you know that lead they got in the third quarter. I think right. okay, right. they they saw this movie already. Right, they're good. And then those guys just kept chipping away, man. I I know we we keep belaboring the fact that they're staying alive, and I'm giving these horrible analogies, <laughs> but their their ability. To, to just not give up, man, it's so impressive to me. Yeah, so impressive me, to, the, me, to me. The most impressive, Mark. You you watch so much basketball. Have you seen this many like people like just the shot making? Like it's unbelievable. Like yeah. when these dudes are open, it they're not right. missing, and no. when they miss, no. they lose. Right, but right, they are right. missing enough <laughs> right. to lose. It's, right, it's right. just unbelievable. I mean, we've watched some great shooters not shoot like this. And here you go, like Gabe Vincent is not missing. Right? Yeah. Like, well, I in. mean, and I was at, yeah, I don't know if you were the, remember if you were there or not. I was at Game Seven Eastern Conference, and and you, swore Caleb Martin was a superstar in this league. Yeah, like right. you know, yes. Kyle, Kyle Lowry showed up last yeah. game. Like yeah. Kevin Love, like made an impact. Like their ability to just have different people step up. Like to yeah. me, like for Denver, it's like two guys. With with Miami, you don't know who it's gonna be. Bam has been amazing. I, yeah, they got like so many people that can hit a high note. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, let me let, let I do want to talk about this because it got it. We got you know all kinds of ridiculous play after game two, and I think it was 
un, unwarranted and unfounded. But the whole notion about Jokic and whether Miami is trying to force him, and that was the silly analogy, silly wordplay there about forcing him to be a scorer so that he doesn't create shots for other people. And my point was that it's not about them forcing him or it's about them being able to live with him being a high volume shooter and a high volume scorer as long as they stay at home on everybody else and don't let anybody else get off. And I do think they're fine with that. Now, Spo jumped on the phrasing of the question, of course, and, and instead of actually answering the question. Um, but I do think there is the something evil to be genius said. that is Eric. Spoh. Yeah, right. I do think there is something to be said for them not letting or making it as hard as possible for Jamal Murray to get off. And if, if that means Jimmy Butler, his points go down, <clears throat> but he makes Jamal yeah. Murray inefficient, that's advantage heat, I think. Yeah. And and that's where I also know, like my, uh, my eyes untrained. I don't know. So yeah, that's right. I, I, I gotta <laughs> That's right. It's not like you watch basketball for a living. Yeah, <laughs> like, my yeah. eyes untrained. Please help me out, Mark. I don't know. But 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 that's where, like Miami has and is, like Denver has to have other people step up. Yeah. Like Aaron Gordon's had some good seasons in this career where he's certainly capable of giving you eighteen. Yeah. Like step up. MPJ, yeah. you know, this is what you do. You're 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 uh, you know, a scoring assassin. Score. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, KCP like all these other guys, they got 3 and D. Boost, That's man. what you do. Yeah, yeah. And and but that through the playoffs like they've had other guys offensively step up when they need to, like even when Joker was in foul trouble with the Lakers, KCP stepped up. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh Mike Porter Jr. stepped up. Brown stepped up. Um, yeah. So, like, these I, – I don't know, think that they were – in game one, it didn't seem like they were phased by being in the finals at all. Right. But – Well, they were more physical in game yeah. one. You know? But I, I, I do think that maybe that's the problem. They're playing like they're not phased about what this is. Yeah, right, right, Like, right. It's, it's, it's the first to four, man. Don't matter – like, I remember um, Aaron Gordon was um, – talking about something we were talking about something about the scores of the game or what the box score said i said and this was after they were one one away from going to the finals i said when they're looking at this this 20 years from now they're gonna look at if you guys won the series or not yeah not what lebron james scored (laughs) right that's right that's right and and i think they have to grasp the immediacy of this moment the the urgency of these wins the urgency of each game because I, I can't recall a team in the finals not playing urgent for 48 minutes. And if they had, I think they'd be up 2-0 right now. Yeah. They, they are <clears> – the thing that would encourage me if I was Denver is that they took LeBron's best shot. Mm-hmm. And came back and won that series. You know what I mean? Like they took his absolute best shot. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com 
slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. There's a lot being made about, uh, you know, the coaching matchup, Eric Spolstra's legendary coach, right? Mike Malone's first dance. Are you watching? Like, is that overhyped? Are you watching to see what's the move Michael Malone makes to counter, you know, Eric Spolstra move? Or, you know, is it just a matter of, you know, MPJ, you make shots, the game is different. KCP, you make shots, the game is different. Does Malone need to show us something a little bit? No, I, I think he does in game three. It's a chess match, and and you got to give Eric Spolsa credit for putting, you know, Kevin Love in the starting lineup. And then after the game saying, I should have did that going in. That right? was my bad. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. that's my fault for not doing that, that in game like one. That sounds like you're saying we'd be up 2-0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, up, that's, right? that's what I heard, too. That's what I heard, too. And so, you know, like both of these coaches kind of got this kind of like old school bitterness to them, which I'm really enjoying. And so I'm I'm curious to see what Malone's going to do. I mean, the one thing in the elephant in the room is Tyler Hero. You know, yes. he, he he talked to Roz yeah. Golden Woody, our, our homie, and basically told her that he still has pain when he shoots um, from the injury. Uh, but it's the finals, man. I, I don't know what his pain is, and I don't care to know what it is. But I I feel like he'll be back. I think he'll be back no. tomorrow. I wouldn't be surprised if he's I back so tomorrow. Too. He's he's taking contact, and and the fact that he like before at the beginning of the series, Spo was saying, well, he hasn't had any contact. Now he is. I'm sure they could give something that may lessen the pain a little bit. Um, but I don't know what he could give them. How confident you are, especially when your guards have been playing as well. Like, um, you know, I I, I call him um. Hemi Duncan, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan Robinson has been been playing well, man. He's been balling. Man, he's Martin's having balling, those moments, dude. Balling. Yeah. You know, Duncan be looking like Larry Bird out there. Sometimes. Yeah, Hemi Duncan. I just, uh, like, how do you incorporate Hero now? It's a good problem to have, but I, I, I just wonder, like, how you incorporate him when they've had success without him so far. 
Is there? I wonder. Is there somebody uh, Denver can bring up? Who's their hero that can throw into the series? I don't really have anybody, huh? You know, I don't know, Peyton. I like Peyton. Well, oh well, you know who's been sitting there with dust on him that I I'm I've been confused by ever since I've been watching these Nuggets games is Reggie Jackson. Ooh, I forgot he was on the scene, so I saw him in a locker room. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's how Reggie is. He. Like I'm like, I mean that that's a credit to you know Calvin Booth, the GM of the Nuggets, the depth that he has on his team. Like the kid Braun, I think he had a he had a good game, right? Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm I've always been I like Reggie. That Jackson, is weird. Man. That is weird, especially a dude who's who's played playoff minute. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he's got yeah. playoff he's, experience. Yeah, he's been there, done that, and and to his credit, he's kind of been heat like where he hasn't complained about it. Happy to be here, you know, been a good soldier, but. I, I think, especially from a shot making ability, he could help him. I think he could give him a boost coming off the bench, but he's got so much dust on him. You know, like what what is he going to be now? Reggie OG, though he can pull it off. I can't. Yeah. I can't let you go without asking you. You are like America's number one African basketball reporter. You've been over. You've been covering like the relevant stories for years now, better than anybody in the nation. I want to ask you about two guys who are putting on for Nigeria, right? Bam is playing like incredible ball. And I remember you wrote a piece about, you know, him like accepting his name. Did you write a piece about his name, like embracing his name and his yeah. father who wasn't there and his Nigerian roots? And then you got uh Gabriel Namdi Vincent like yeah. uh showing off and uh I Modesto. talked to Mike Brown about him. Modesto's yeah. finest. I talked to Mike yeah. Brown about his time in the uh, on the Nigerian national team and what it did for him. Uh, what What do you think those two, at just this stage, and them being who they are and what they represent? What does it do for just the international level of, of the international attention to basketball as an Africa, uh, you know, as a sport in Africa, as opposed to what everybody knows, soccer. Soccer is the most popular sport. Well, I mean. Um... In terms of Bam, I think he's still learning about his African roots. Um, will continue to learn. And I remember he was actually considering playing for Nigeria for a minute, which would have been incredible if he would have did it, right? Like, uh, but obviously oh, he played yeah. for USA. He wanted so, to go medal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, that's a nice perk. Um, and then Gabe Vincent, I got to talk to his dad, who, who immigrated from Nigeria in 1980s. It's a teacher at... Cal State Stanislaus, um, and he's, um, you know, was hoping that his son would play soccer, and he's turned into an amazing basketball player in person. But, that, you know, the one thing that's interesting about Gabe Vincent to me, like to, I, I wrote a story that included his name and Steve Nash. They're really the only um, – when you think of basketball from Africa, you're always thinking about the bigs. But now you got these guards that are that are starting to come in. And they got this kid, keep an eye on his name, Thierry Darlan from Central Africa is going to be playing for the G League Ignite. And Africa's been always put producing centers and power forwards. Recent years, more small forwards like Pascal Siakam. But this kid is the first born and bred, I think, NBA point guard that comes from Africa. Also, Wimpenyana's father 
is from Africa as well. So the impact I think that those two guys could have, I think could be incredible to have a seven five guy, so many tall people in Africa deciding maybe to give basketball a chance and to have some younger kids in Africa, I mean, a vast continent that is Africa, start learning that, hey, I can dribble the ball. I could be more skilled. I could be a floor general if if Thierry Darlan can do it. It's going to be very intriguing to see the kind of talent that comes out from Africa, whether it's bigs or point guards in the future. And I think those two guys are going to be very inspirational. Where is Wimby's dad from? Uh, what is he? He would ask. Nigerian? Me. No, he's not Nigerian. I forgot where he's from, but he, his dad is from Africa. Oh, I, I'm glad that uh, you know, you know, Andre Iguodala is one of the you know, Nigerians who uh, yeah. I deal with all the time. So it'll be nice if he's from somewhere not Nigeria, so I don't have to hear from Andre. No, that's not. That's not Nigeria. <laughs> and and Darlene is from Central Africa, so I want to say his dad's uh, from like Gabon or something like that. All right, my brother, you're a legend. Get you up out of here. Appreciate the time. I look All forward right. to uh, I look forward to hanging with you in Miami the rest of this week. Yes, sir, the man. Week. Tell the missus and, and, and little mama, I say, hey, let's let's get on these beach. They running these streets already. We out. All right, well, hit me up, brother. Love you, man. All right, love you peace. too. Peace. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.